Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning Planning 101. Well, very pleasant. Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome into Life Planning 101. Terry Slavens with you and joined by Angela Kennedy Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Yes, good morning. And uh, happy to be here on this Monday morning, even though I walked in in a puddle of sweat. So... <laughs> Already. <laughs> Heat is not a problem. Right now, <laughs> no, right? it is not a problem at all in the state of Texas. Yeah. We love it, though, right? We love it. That's I have right. a good friend that um, got to know over the last few years, and he's moving to Texas from Montana. Mm. And I kept asking, are you sure you want to do this? He says, I'll have a pool. Yeah, to our friends in Montana listening, we envy you. Yes, that's exactly right. Your crisp morning, I'm sure you're all wearing a jacket. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, I, I have an awesome show uh, today and, and I kind of chose the show. So last week, I, as soon as I got home from uh, from Montana, I took back off to uh, California and once a quarter I go to a coaching group. And, you know, I think there's that old saying that we're never too old to have a mentor because you need to have someone that can slap you in the face. Right. right, right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's that's so true, I, th- I think, for a lot of people. And I'm so blessed because there's people that have multitudes more success than I, I have ever had or ever dreamt of having in that. And I can learn from them and be able to, you know, just come in there with like a sponge and soak up, um, you know, what they're doing or what their, you know, what their experiences have been the mistakes they've made and everything it's just it's it's amazing it's amazing and the coach himself is amazing and this kind of today we're going to talk a little bit about what we talked about interestingly enough over the last week but I'm going to end the show with a trinket because he said you know do you want and his question was do you want to know how to be 10 times more successful starting today and of course, everybody says, yes. everybody says yes, right? So, you know, he's going to give us that answer. And so I'm going to share that with you. Compliments of uh, Chad Johnson, of strategic coach. And, um, you know, it's just it's an amazing thing. But that's what we're going to talk about today is, you know, everybody wanting success. But what is success? And what does that really mean? Because as a life planning firm, you know, we can only do so much. We can only, you know, help with all the tools. And I, I say we manage success. That's kind of what we do, right? So people want to live their lives and, and whatever it means to them to be successful, uh, we help manage that success. So they don't have to think about that part. Right. Because I don't think any of us want to focus our attention on our money, want to focus our attention on having to talk to the attorney or the CPA or, you know, having to deal with our insurance or, you know, any of those things, right? What we want to focus on is what we consider the success in our lives, whether it's our faith, family, um, you know, business, you know, passions, uh, causes, what, whatever that is, that's, that's what we want to focus on. And so, you know, I think it's very important because any relate, and when my dad always says, you know, in the insurance business, there's this thing called a persistency ratio of how many people you actually keep as clients, right? Well, um, in our business, we don't necessarily have a persistency ratio, but we don't lose clients. And I truly believe the reason that we don't lose clients is because we don't take everybody's clients. 
And so I'm not bragging on ourselves. Right. I'm just saying the fact that we get choosy in who we work with because we have what we call a right fit person to work with. You don't try to put a square peg in a round hole. Yes. And, you know, because we are a life planning firm, because we want to see people focus on their life and we really want them to delegate um, their success issues to us to help them with. Obviously, they're still in the decision maker seat, right? We're just kind of like that mentor, that guide that helps them figure out the options and then implements those for them. You know, it's their implementation team in a sense. But, you know, if all they're focused on is the money and the success, then it doesn't ever work and it never has worked. And those are the people that we've had continuous problems with because, you know, their minds are in the wrong place. And um, I had a great sermon first week back in church here in Texas. And um, I I adore our our minister, Daryl Phillips. And I think anybody in the town of Eastland, Texas, probably feels that same way. Absolutely. And he was supposed to preach on uh, tithing yesterday, and he didn't. He says, I don't get to show up to the next finance committee. But, you know, I I am, uh, I'm going to preach on you know, what do you have in your heart because what do you have in your heart is going to be where your focus is right it's going to be where you focus everything else in your life and the tithing the gifting none of that matters if you can't get your heart right and and the tithing will come that, if your heart is right that is right that is absolutely right and you know the same thing happens with our whole life that's what i thought of right. our whole life is like that you know, we always talk about with our kid, we try to explain the fact, I was watching uh, the new Mary Poppins with him yesterday on a 104 degree afternoon, you know, in Texas, right? So I'm watching the new Mary Poppins with him and he's it's pointing out to the banker on there. He's like, oh, that's the bad guy. That's the bad guy, right? And I said, yeah. He says, well, why does he have to be bad? I said, well, I don't know. He just got the devil in his head and he's he's got greed and he's thinking about the money. Think about that. Right. How many times do we go down that path? Every one of us are guilty of fear or greed. Every one of us. If we say we're not, you know, we need to look in the mirror and start telling ourselves the truth. We've all been guilty of that. And maybe not to that degree that we take advantage of someone else, obviously. But, you know, if our heart is focused there, if that's what we focus on, what's going to be the outcome to that? Anything good? Probably not. Probably not. So we're going to talk about everyone wanting success, but what is success and that secret sauce to multiplying your success by 10 times by the end of the show right here on Life Planning 101. Segment two, Life Planning 101, 10 times successful. Yes. I can't wait for the end of the show. (laughs) Well, you're going to have to wait. (laughs) What's that secret sauce, right? So, um, you know, and I've been so blessed over this past year. So I have to tell a little bit about Strategic Coach because uh, back in, I think it was 96 or 97, my dad went to coach and he did it for like over a decade and he brought all the tools you know, into the office and um, we implemented and yada, yada, yada. And, and I've had other coaches um, through the years. And he kept telling me, you need to go to coach. You need to go to strategic coach. You need to go to strategic coach. And I said, oh, why do I need to go to strategic coach? Because I've been doing all these other coaching programs. We have all these tools. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm going to tell you <laughs> this last year. And I, of course, you know, we have adopted a baby. We've, <laughs> we've right. We, we went through, I went through this coaching program. It has changed my thinking entirely. I mean, I've done a total 180 in the way that I think about things and how I look at things, you know, and we always talk about 
the you know the little things in life those are the things we just need to not pay attention to because they just get a hold of you and rattle you and um you know they mean nothing at the end of the day right, right. what's the book don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff yes right and it's so true but it's so hard to do when we run that rat race of life right absolutely and there was a, a, a entrepreneurial group i got to see this gosh i don't even know how long ago this was so it was in New York, and I had the pleasure of sitting in front of like five billionaires. And there was only 20 of us in the room, and we got to interview these five billionaires and how they became billionaires and what their struggles were. These were self-made people. And it was interesting because every single one of them was so different, so different in how they got there, how they ran their businesses, how did they did with their employees. You know, everything was so different. And you know, the one thing that I think they all agreed on, what what was success to them? And success to them was getting rid of the have-tos and doing more of the want-tos. Very good. Getting rid of the have-tos and doing more of the want-tos. And coach makes you think in this reality, you know, because that's that's where it all starts, right? It has to all start within you. It's not someone else that's able to tell you to do that. Like we can tell you to do it all the time and you know to do it, but we don't do it for one reason or another. I can do it better. Um, I can do it quicker. You know, no, I, I don't want to leave this with anybody else. I don't trust it. I mean, there's multitudes of reasons and excuses we can come up with. But the more that we hold on to those things, the more have tos we have in life right and if we're a business owner if you're a successful executive i don't think it matters we work with both and i watch both of them run ragged okay they spend their time and i actually i met with a couple two weeks ago i guess yeah it was about two weeks ago and we're sitting there and we're going through this exercise that we do it's a it's a life planning living life on purpose type exercise and we're going through this exercise and both of them if they had more time, the one thing that they named separately, independently, was spending more time with family, um, you know, having less stress, having more time just to sit back and relax. And, you know, I heard those things. And I, it really got me to thinking for the first time that that's our, that's our world today. I don't know if it's these devices that we hold. I don't know. You know, I, I, I do kind of blame it on that. I do too. Because I think if you went back 20 years ago, we moved a lot slower, right? And that's good and bad. It was good in the sense, though, of your family and yeah. good in the sense of your friends and spending quality time with people and not sending text messages, but picking up the phone and calling someone and saying, how the heck are you, right? There's a restaurant that uh, had you check your phone as you went in. Love Everybody it. had to check their phone. And they gave some kind of incentive, I don't know, free dessert or free appetizer or something like that. But the owner said it was the parents that had a bigger issue with it than the kids. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. And so so I have to tell myself, okay, so we're in West Yellowstone, right? And we, we stopped there on the way home and uh, from Montana, and we're going to take the boys to the park the next day. That was going to be our little one-day outing. And so we're, we go into this restaurant, and it says something, there's a sign like that that says, we don't have Wi-Fi, sit and talk to each other. <laughs> That's what it said. Okay. So this is the ironic thing. I've got an email because I've been working all the way in the car, and I've, I've got an email that has to go out. 
<laughs> so I'm like, red. So I turn on my hotspot, right? <laughs> Log into my surface here in this restaurant and send my dang email. <laughs> you know, and I, I mean, total guilty as charged right here, right here, right? <laughs> you know, but this is the thing. That's what I'm talking about. The have-tos, right. the have-tos, right? And we, we used to be better time managers, I feel like. I feel like, you know, you, you blocked, this was work because you couldn't take it home, right? You couldn't take it on the road with you. And, and in some ways, it's great because at the same time, I did work as we drove home. I, I mean, gosh, I probably worked 8, 10, 12 hours, who knows, as we were driving. So, yes, that was great. Right. Um, you know, especially when you have two kids in the back seat and all you want to do is just turn on the TV and let them watch it because <laughs> otherwise they're just going to fight all the way home and say, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Right. And so, you know, that's good. But at the same time, it's a, it's an evil to us right. too, because we've let it consume us in a sense. And we've created more have tos because of it. Um, success spawns success, which is great. But in this world we live in, you create more have tos absolutely instead of want tos and what was the whole purpose that you did that to begin with right what's the whole purpose that you wanted to be successful so you could have more time have more time right and it's the biggest enemy we have today it's yeah. the biggest enemy we have is that fair is you that like right? donald trump has more time today oh my gosh <laughs> I, I just wonder i like look i look at that i'm like holy cow how does he deal with that 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 that, that man needs prayers <laughs> i don't care what side of the aisle you sit on he needs prayers right Absolutely. and you know i think um i think we all do in a sense it's it's a good point to bring up because we we can we need to sit back we need to take a moment and and you know that's what i encourage you to do today is i, I really encourage you and we've we've got a good article on this so you can go on and get it on our newsletter this week at kennedy-financial.com and i encourage you to do that because it's a time for you to sit down and it's got a it's like a series of little questions in here that you can ask yourself you know what does success mean to you and why why did you want that success to begin with and I, gosh, I wish I would have pulled this quote, didn't think of it, but it was a Zig Ziglar quote I had read like a couple weeks ago, and it was something to the effect that if your success is causing you to be less of a family man, is it really success? Sure. Right? Very good. Yeah. And so I think we, we need to back the train up and ask ourselves, what are these important things? And, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my dad's story. And I know I've, I've told this before, but um, when I was a young gal, my dad worked himself to death. In fact, um, if anybody remembers Bill Oswald, uh, he told my dad, he said, if you don't stop doing what you're going to do, you're going to be dead in five years. And at the same time, my dad went to coach, he started strategic coach. And so his mind started to change and started to think a little differently, right? And he ended up, whole long story short my dad was all of a sudden around all the time like okay <laughs> this is interesting where, where did this, guy, <laughs> where come this guy come from right <laughs> um but he was he was around all the time and he became way more successful how does that work ask yourself that question spending more time with the family but becoming more successful at how the same does time. that work right so it's counterintuitive we think we think it's impossible but we've got to think about how it could be possible. And, you know, one of the things Coach always says, it's not how, it's who. Who is going to help you do that? Not how am I going to do it? Who is going to help you accomplish that? 
And you know, that's a really good question that we're going to talk a little bit more when we come back on the show right here on Life Planning 101. Final segment already, Life Planning 101. Angela, this is a segment everybody's been waiting for. Yes, I know. How to multiply your success by 10 times overnight. Overnight. So, um, and I will get to it, but you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Um, So let's talk about the finish line. Okay. What is the finish line? Well, I think, you know, you got to think about when you think about your success and you think about your life and we've, we've done shows on this before about where we've said, what would be an unacceptable regret in life? Something that you would never want to have not done or want to have done, right? right? What would be unacceptable? And, you know, I challenge you to think about the end of life. And we call this the R factor question. You know, we sit down with people and say, if we're sitting here five years from today, Looking back over those last five years, what has to happen for you to feel successful with your progress, right? I think the end of life is a long time. John Maxwell always says, begin with the end in mind. And he talks about the end of life. And I do think you can get there with your thinking, but it, it's not easy to do because it's so far out there. It's unfathomable. Right. But five years... At least you hope it's so far out there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This is true. This is true. Um, You know, but five years is, you know, within grasp that you can see and you can set your eyes on. So, you know, I challenge you to think about that. Think about the next five years and and what would be unacceptable and regrets if you just woke up and you're still doing the same thing you're doing today. Is that okay? No. (laughs) Right. No. That was quick, Terry. Yeah. yeah, But, you know, it's true, though. If we look at it in that perspective, it makes it all different. Because how many people do that? How many people wake up five years down the road and they're still doing the same thing they were doing five years and they were still cussing about it five years ago and they're still doing it? But if you don't think about it today... It doesn't ever change. You're going to be that way in five years. It's exactly right. So you need to take time for you. And that's what this is all about, is to go sit down... Get yourself a quiet place. You know, if you got kids, do it after the kids are in bed. Um, Do it when your spouse is away. Don't do it with your spouse the first time. And just sit down and go through, you know, what does success mean for you? Why is it important to you? And then what would be unacceptable in the way of your success path in the next five years? And start really lining that out so that you can kind of see what you need to do and it'll become clear and one thing i i love i've learned over the past year is to think about your thinking think about your thinking okay this we don't do this we never do this okay we don't even take time to think much less think about our thinking right okay so i want you to think and then take another hour the next time to go over and look back at what you wrote down and think about your thinking. And I promise you, I promise you, you're going to have a whole new list of things that come to light that you've never even thought you wanted to do or thought you thought you should do. Okay. It's, it's a crazy thing. A prime thing. example of this is you clean out a closet. Uh-huh. And you, I don't need this. I, don't, I need this. I need this. I need this. Right. Two years later, you clean that same closet out, and those things that you didn't get rid of two years ago have not been touched in the last two years. That's right. So did you really need those? Yeah. Or did you think about your thinking? Well, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, that's, yeah, that's exactly right. Because we don't think about our thinking. And to your point, maybe you kept them because you wanted to do something with them. You wanted you to have more want-tos. Right. And you didn't take the time to have to. So what had to happen to break that mold? Calendarize it. 
put it down, do something, right? And that was my next step is to make sure that you're calendarizing these things. You know, you will never get it done. I'm sorry, you won't do it if you do not put it on a calendar. And best thing you do is tell your staff to put it on the calendar because then it'll make sure and get done. You know, I always love when I hear, oh, you're not supposed to be here today. Oh, okay. Where am I supposed to be? be? Well, we have, we haven't marked off you and Brett are going somewhere. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. So, you know, but it's not going to happen. If you don't do it and your team doesn't know about it, it's just not, and you're right. Two years later, when you go to clean it back out, man, I wish I would have done that. Man, I wish I would have pulled out those skis or man, I wish I would have done that with my kids. Man, we missed that opportunity and now they won't even play with us anymore. Right. Hmm. Painful, right? Absolutely. Those regrets. That is a great analogy. Love that. So, you know, that's so important. So I promised you, what is the secret? Ten times success starting today. Okay. I'm ready. Well, there's this theory that Dan Sullivan has, and I encourage you to get this book on strategic coach. It's called Gap versus the Game. And we live in the gap. And if you think about it, when you got your first job, like what you made, and you felt so proud of that, right? Can you remember? You felt so proud. What were you making? Probably nothing. Not much. <laughs> Not much at all, but you were proud, right? How long did that take to wear off? Not long. Not long. <laughs> and then you sought something better, and you got something better, and you were proud of that. But how long did that take to wear off? Not long. Not long. This is a repetitive cycle that we live in this gap that it's never enough, that we always need more. Well, I'm going to challenge you to do what they call living in the game. Wake up every single day and write down why you're grateful for the life you have today. Why are you grateful? What is the most powerful things? And I promise you that positive thinking will move you forward quicker than that gap can ever move you forward because it's all about living in a positive realm versus a negative realm, right? You'll see things in a whole new light. Half the reasons that we don't pick a who over a how is because we're negative about it. Think about it. Think about that. It's really true. Yeah. Yeah. So start living in that positive world. Start living in that gain. Start living in that gratitude every single day. We do this with our kids you know, it's the most powerful thing I've seen them do because they sit down in the table and they're like, even little Brian, they can't say anything. He's pointing to things and wants to be able to tell you why he's grateful, why he has gratitudes. He's picked up on this lickety split, you know, <laughs> and it's so cool to watch that. But it's also powerful for us is, you know, to put things in perspective. I'm so grateful to have my family. I'm so grateful to be a United States citizen. I'm so grateful to be able to do what I do every single day because I, if anybody calls what I'm doing right now work, I don't know. They're crazy, right? I love, doing, I love doing this. I love helping people. And I get to do that, and I get to make money doing it. I got to tell Celie that this week. He says, Mommy, what do you do when you work? <laughs> and I said, I help people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think he said, Oh, that savage. Yeah. <laughs> that was the words that came out of his mouth. So right. anyway. Hey, um, tell us a little bit. I, I've been thinking about this throughout the people listening, and you kept referring back to coach, your strategic coach. What exactly is this that yeah. you go to? So that's a great question. And actually, you know what? They have, um, if, if any of our listeners, make sure just contact us on our website. 
kennedy-financial.com. Um, they've got two events, one in Dallas and one in Austin coming up. It's like an introductory day where Dan Sullivan, the founder, is going to be there. And he's just going to talk about and actually give tools away. And, you know, but it's a, it's a promotional deal. Sure. But it's all about, you know, it's all about bake, making your life about what God made you to be in, in a sense. It's not spiritual. It's not a, it's not a Christian, but that's the way I see it. Right. You know, is that here's the way God built me to be. And how can, how can I maximize that in my personal and my professional life? It's extremely powerful. So great question. Um, but make sure just to email us. And just want to thank everyone for listening to the show every week. God bless you. And we wish you the utmost success um, from all of us at Kennedy Financial Services right here in Eastland, Texas. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101. Brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY. And again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton and Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.